Welcome to the Point of Disorder podcast, where we bravely wade through the political swamp armed with nothing but our sharp wit and unshakable progressive ideals. Here, we're not just talking politics, we're crafting a masterful blend of expert ramblings, semi-enlightening interviews, and just enough entertainment to keep you from switching to that other podcast. Get ready to distill the truth and have it served up with the side of sarcasm as we champion causes so progressive they haven't even been thought of yet. All this while keeping the heartbeats of Michiganders and beyond racing with excitement. Or is that exasperation? That's got to be one of the most fucked up things I think I've ever seen in my life. I'm really disturbed. Okay, so there was a Super Bowl celebration at Mar-a-Lago, and somebody there decided it's a great idea to get a group of local cheerleaders from a nearby high school to come and do a little dance. So the video circulating on social media is this cheerleading squad out on the lawn at Mar-a-Lago with Trump standing doing his weird arm back and forth dance (laughs) as the cheerleaders with their pom-poms are going around. They're gyrating. It's awkward to watch. I'm sure it was awkward to be a part of. I have no idea why this took place. It shouldn't have been. I want to know what parents signed the permission slip for this. (laughs) Well, you can always ask Child Protection Services. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they've got the list. They're cheering for America. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so many thoughts about Epstein right now, but I'm just going to keep them to myself. <gasps> That's, because that is that exactly where, where my place. mind went. Yeah. Exactly where my mind went. This is where things went. are. Yeah. He's a rapist. So the girls, I do want to point out, the girls don't have the short little skirts on. They are wearing like some like legging type thing. So okay. That's because it's cold. It's winter. Even in Florida, That's it's winter. Yeah, they yeah. do have like sleeveless tops on. And there is a marching band present as well. So... There's witnesses. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what are we doing here? So Distill Social, you might have seen us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We are your local progressive trolls in Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) I had someone ask me last night at an event, what do you do, Julie? And I said, I stir up shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you guys probably know us from some of our viral videos online or our witty banter on Twitter, but this is going to be a little bit different. So there'll be a little more tea here. Mm. We might name some names. There's more gossip. Mm-hmm. Definite gossip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian, what are you doing here? I don't know. You guys invited me to come on, and I question that all the time. Um, You might know me from the Gorilla Politic. Uh, We don't have the millions of views that Distill does, but we do a lot of content for candidates and nonprofit organizations. Adrian is deep state. I am actually deep state. I really am. Um, But yeah, Gorilla Politic, check us out. We do good stuff. So tell me. One of the funniest or most interesting experience you've had meeting someone in the political realm. Gina, you got something? Oh, boy. I get really socially awkward when I'm, like, with certain politicos. Well, for instance, (laughs) oh, God, Big Gretch is so gracious because whenever I, I, like— get near her, I just turn into a bumbling idiot and I'm like, hi, I love you. It's her jackets. It's really, really embarrassing. Or for some reason, the last time I saw Pete Buttigieg, I just yelled at him that I love high-speed trains. So (laughs) I I just get... It's appropriate. (laughs) 
super socially awkward, which is why I am a social media troll. Perfect. <laughs> Keep me behind the computer. <laughs> yes, that's right. What about you, Julie? Uh, so I just want to point out that me and Mike Lindell, the pillow <laughs> guy, have a little bit of a thing going on. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but, you know... Uh, I did get to meet him a couple of times, and one of those times, the first time, was very interesting. He just had his uh, phone, his cell phone, taken by the FBI, I believe. And for some reason, as soon as I saw him, I thought, oh, fuck, that's right, he's just lost his mobile phone. He was talking to these people, so I just waddled on up and said to him, hey, Mike. Got your phone back yet? (laughs) (laughs) What was his response? He didn't miss a beat with the uh, let me get people to buy something of mine, like self-promotion. I happened to have the camera rolling during this encounter and turned it into a viral TikTok video. So if you want to go scroll the feed, you can find the whole interaction. But Julie didn't miss a beat when the opportunity of Mike Lindell literally crossing our path arose. And he didn't miss a beat to self promote so it was kismet it's beautiful <laughs> it was fantastic we ha- i have met him since then and he remembered me so i just <laughs> want to say <laughs> see that's my biggest issue with with politicos is i've met some folks like multiple times and they never remember who i am <laughs> and that, i mean it's fine let me tell you this accent doesn't let me get away with much shit that's so true just saying you yeah can't, you can't hide yeah you can't hide very much what you got adrian I have to tell you, when I meet someone who's in elected office, I'm always surprised by how normal they are. Do you remember that Michelle Obama talking about when she finally got into the room with some of these people, she realized that they're not as smart as you, you would seem think. to think they are or they think that they are? That, exactly. was, that was exactly what I wanted to say. It's like it's so – fuck, they're just like me. Exactly. Like really. In fact, you know, I just want to say that some of them aren't even as smart as us. And maybe it's because I hang out with Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, but just saying. Well, there was a state rep who is a Republican state rep, and he was like a sprinkler repairman, and he – like. Jesus told him to run. (laughs) Well, look, we've got Angela Regis now, Mm -hmm. who's a hairdresser. (laughs) Right. Not that there's anything. Like, she's more qualified than the fucking sprinkler guy. I don't know. I mean, she only got into politics when she couldn't cut hair during COVID. (laughs) And now we're stuck with her in the Michigan house. (laughs) The impetus for that. I was always, like, also surprised that Debbie Dingle is as short as she is. Petite. I should say she's petite. She's very petite. For her fiery personality. pocket congresswoman. That's right. (laughs) Right in your purse. (laughs) (laughs) So, Julie, do you have any other stories about meeting politicos? Well, since we are talking about family values here today, um, I did get the pleasure of meeting Tudor Dixon at one point, and I had a very specific question for her, and it was basically what parenting advice she would give to, you know, a 12-year-old being forced to carry their rapist baby. She was running on a platform of pro-life, no exceptions at the time. Yeah. And it was so funny because she was so engaged with everyone else. And as soon as I asked her that question, she looked at her handler, then looked at me, (laughs) and then she just took off and said, I'll have to talk to you later about that. Wow. That was it. Also ovaries on you for just putting it out there. Mm, I do like to pride myself on the size of my ovaries. That's perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also had the camera rolling for that one, and you can check it out on our TikToks. <laughs> we sound like we're just advertising to still social social media, but you know what, do. Yeah, that's what this is for. 
I mean, who else is going up to rando people running for office and asking them the most ridiculous questions to basically expose their bizarre and extreme ideologies? Exactly. And they do give us a lot of fodder. Let's just face it. They don't disappoint. We actually Mm -hmm. enjoy it. (laughs) You know, I think when I was doing some research for this episode, there were a lot of euphemisms for family values that came up um, when I was was on Reddit because I do a lot of trolling around on Reddit. But someone had put together a beautiful bulleted list of what family values mean, at least according to the far right, and very subversively. But it's that heteronormativity So really just being flagrantly anti-LGBTQ, the family structure as defined by being Christian, so Christian biblical tradition, patriarchal rule, outlawing divorce. And we're seeing a lot more of this now. And I think we'll kind of come to it. Yeah, the ending the no-fault divorce. Oh, yeah. Ending that for sure. That's on their hit list. And it's already hard enough to get a divorce. If you have children in the state of Michigan, you have to wait for six months you have to have a cooling off period, which I didn't know until I got a divorce. And then you're forced to stay in the same home with someone because if you leave the house, then you're giving up potential custody, you're giving up equity. So you're maybe in a house for six months with someone who hates your guts or you're having spousal abuse issues. You're fucking kidding me. No. This, this is like literally opening up to physical and emotional abuse beyond what you could ever imagine. Being forced to stay in the home with someone that you clearly don't want to be with, Mm -hmm. unbelievable. But they want to get rid of no-fault divorce, so you have to have a reason. Someone's at fault. You have to stay. I think even part of that no-fault is both parties have to agree to get the divorce too, so it can just prolong and protract this, and this obviously is a huge concern specifically for women who are in these situations that they need to get out of. That just reminds me of that whole Moms for Liberty scandal. The threes I mean, man, threesomes can be fun, and they went and fucked that up, too. Like, it's like— <laughs> They're what, killing like, all the joy. I, really, Julie. They really—they're just joy killers. They call themselves the joyful warriors— no, <laughs> they are the killers of joy. Killers of fun. <laughs> They're killing the fun. So I, it came out at the end of last year that the Republican Party chair in Florida is married to one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. And they were involved in a long-term threesome relationship. They had a thruple. They had a thruple. Menage it, a trois, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it classy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You could even go as far as saying that's a queer relationship. Yeah. Well, right? yes, it was two women and mm-hmm. and the husband. And, you know, he did end up going to sexually assault the third woman without his wife. He he wanted a little more action on the side and wasn't happy with what he was getting. Hey, nothing says family values like action on the side. Right. <laughs> and menage a trois, I'm just saying. That's so, right. Well, it's just funny. You know, here we have a group who's very vocally against the LGBTQ community when one of the co-founders is, in fact, having gay sex with her husband and a right. woman. Right. So, yeah, nothing says family values like hypocrisy and a little intimidation and a little essay on the side. Absolutely. And I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Like, threesomes are great. 
And maybe if they would embrace instead of repress those parts of themselves a little bit more, they wouldn't hate everything so much. Everyone should be able to get their freak on. No problem whatsoever. But there's a line at which when you start judging everyone else. I mean, with this threesome, the man went to the other woman and was trying to have just sex mm-hmm. with her. And she was clearly only in it for the woman. She did not give consent. She and, was a unicorn. And he went and assaulted her anyway. So it was clear that this was their way of being in a lesbian relationship, but not being a lesbian by letting this creepo, like, in bed with them. Right. Anyway, he has since been removed as chair. But here's the good news, ladies. The guy that replaced him just got a DWI, and the entire thing is oh on God. video. And let me tell you, it does not disappoint. <laughs> oh. Can we get that audio, too? Yeah, totally. Dina, neither do you. <laughs> love to bring you to any party with your stories. <laughs> yeah. What's your name, sir? Evan Power. I turned, I couldn't see that car, and I was like, How much have you had to drink tonight? I had... About two drinks. About two drinks. So you said you had at least two drinks. I just had two drinks. You just had two drinks. What did you have? I had a beer uh-huh. and a beer. Two beers. What kind of beers were you drinking? Regular beers. Like, you have a brand? Like Budweiser, Bud Light? No, probably Bud Light. Okay, probably a Bud Light? Probably, yeah, two Bud Lights. Okay, two Bud Lights. Okay. Why don't you put your feet together, heel to heel, toe to toe, or why don't you put your hands down by your sides right there for me, okay? Put your feet together, heel to heel. No, uh-uh. Oh, no. Heel to heel. Toe to toe. I want you to keep your head still. Got I want it. you to look at it, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Keep your head still. Keep your head still. Keep your head still. Okay. Can I, can I stop now? Do you like to stop now? Yeah, I would uh, like to. I, okay. You know, I realize that this is not going to end well for me. All right, turn around right here. Turn okay, around. Can I ask? And you put your hands right here back. Okay, behind let's you. Un- Hold on. We'll do the rest of it. No, I'll no, 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 no. Right now, you are under arrest for driving under the influence. I'm not over the limit. Yeah, you're not. If I'm over the limit, then we then we can appeal or do whatever. You can. Well, either way, you're gonna go to jail tonight. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is amazing. Well, I mean, nothing says family values like getting DWI and leading the Republican Party in Florida. I I need to do a correction. Um, the Florida. GOP chair. His DWI was before he became chair, but the video came out after. So, I mean, some of the other things on this list, too, I think definitely ladder back up to that. Outlawing abortion or an ideal world banning the pill or any other types of contraception just in general. The more kids, the better so that she's repressed and has to stay at home and take care of all these kids. Simply power. That's all it is. If you've got nothing to offer, you've got to be the top of the food chain, right? Mm -hmm. If you've got nothing to offer, that's basically how it all works. Um, Owning the narrative. So any state censorship of media that challenges anything above and beyond anything that may be considered remotely, quote unquote, controversial. So part of that is book banning, right? The book banning thing is still completely ridiculous to me. If you don't want to read a book, don't fucking read the book, though. Why do you have to come to my kid's school, my my library, and take my shit? You know, don't read the book. Don't tell the rest of us what we can and cannot do. But in good news, they do love a good fiction. Trump's Art of the Deal and the Bible, two of their favorite <laughs> things to read. So, 
I mean, I think we kind of touched on this too, but the the banning of sex outside of marriage, right? Nothing says sex outside of marriage, like having a, a threesome um, and then banning pornography. So wasn't there some recent like legislation some folks are trying to get passed that's like you can't send dick pics anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think only to your spouse. So, I mean, I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of right wing. Oh, there's a lot of, lot of men, honestly. Only to your spouse. Only to yeah, your spouse. Yeah, only to your spouse. But That's they've already seen about. it. Where's it's, the fun in that? I know. I know. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of men that are going to be very disappointed, I'm just saying. There's also the war on Christmas because <sighs> Christmas is the ultimate family values, right? And I would also say Trump is the ultimate in family values. He's had, what, three wives? I bet you he's hoping they don't ban divorce. Because How many anchor babies has he had now? Oh, my oh God. Shit. <laughs> Bloody hell, Gina. That's like, it's too many to count. <laughs> and do we think Melania is going to divorce him before she ends up Buried on the ninth hole like his other wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder which golf course she'd pick, though. Would I mean? I think she'd probably want to maybe not. I'm going to say not in Florida. I feel like she's not down with that. She she's going to go to Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Jersey. Jersey. No, the other one is in Jersey. Maybe yeah. Scotland, maybe. Maybe, yeah, closer oh, to home, yeah. perhaps. All right, can we get back yes. for a second yes. to the Pure Magas? Because I feel like I don't know what it is about this party, but they love their speakers to be a little, a little S-A-E. Have you right? met Lee Chatfield? The, uh, you know, Julie, why don't you tell us about Lee Chatfield? <laughs> Have you met Lee Chatfield? No, because I'm not related to him. <laughs> um, but I do believe... Julie also doesn't go to Bible school up north, oh, so God. they wouldn't have come in contact. That's true. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's true. Now, I have to draw back. It's a long, long time ago. I reckon it's like a year or two ago that we were talking about Lee Chatfield. Anyway, his sister-in-law, I believe, has credibly accused him of being involved with him sexually, but better still, I think she was still at school. Yes. Is she was right? a child she was when they started yeah. abusing her, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. per mm-hmm. her claims, which have been backed up by another family member. Fascinating. These people are fascinating. And then she still married his brother. Very yes. interesting as well. There's a lot to talk about there, but we better <laughs> move on. Um, yeah, so, uh, and not to mention, I think there was a whole lot using money, like a political money, his campaign money to actually fly around. I know there, there was strip clubs, strip clubs, and clubs. Adderall. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Let's not forget about that time where he flew to Washington, D.C. to go meet with Donald Trump shortly after the 2020 election, right before the insurrection. So mm-hmm. I just want to point out that I waved him off at the airport. So <laughs> I went out, a group of us went out to say goodbye just to make sure you were that we were there. Right. I, I mean, I remember when he and Shirky tried to catch that plane in the morning and there were all those news articles covering the farewell party that was being had for him. They they tried to slip out early in the morning. We when- did not fucking let them. Let me <laughs> just say that, Gina. <laughs> Isn't he, like, not in addition to the abuse allegations coming from his sister, sister-in-law, like, didn't he misappropriate campaign finance? Yeah, funds? I believe the attorney general has an open case on him. Yeah, Some embezzlement. Yeah. charges going on there. I mean, again, nothing says family values. Right. Like keeping it in the family right. with your sister-in-law and then embezzling money, 
you know, that's, well, that's a family value. And let's not forget, like, another new wonderful story from the Michigan far right. Bob Bazzotti, his wife recently filed for divorce after 51 years, and the court filings show that she alleges um, mental and emotional and physical abuse for the past half a century. So another great guy in the Michigan GOP holding elected office. They sure know how to pick them. They really do. How how much of that in the party? And I mean, you know, we're obviously focused on Michigan, but this is prevalent throughout the Republican Party. I mean, you can do a Google search and there's all kinds of abuse allegations and claims and spousal and domestic violence, et cetera. I mean, how much of it is the party themselves and just the the culture of the party? I think the interesting part about that question, and there's a shit ton of evidence, obviously we know that, but it is across the parties as well. Like Democrats and Republicans both have their share of shitheads, right? I think the difference is that Dems reject them and Republicans re-elect them. That's kind of the difference. You know, like it seems to me that um, Democrats, and I'm not a member of either party, but I do know, I've watched enough since I've been here to see that Democrats kick them out on their asses, you know, as soon as they basically fall out of line. So I think that's the big difference. So the fish rots from the head. So no doubt um, that shocking turn of events back in 2016 where we all remember that video came out with Trump saying he could grab a woman by the pussy mm-hmm. and, you know, when, you've, when, you're a, when you're a celebrity, you're allowed to do that. They'll let you do that. So as soon as that came out, I remember thinking there's no bloody way this guy's going to be elected, right? Right. right. Um, you know. Joke's on us. Joke's on us. Exactly. <laughs> I that, mean, he could literally be reelected. Right. I mean, we're right back here. And absolutely. But that, that's where yeah. it started. You know, the fact that that he got away with that, then it just it's by example. It's the same as, you know, the example you set for your kids. It's the same as the example that the leaders of the country, the leaders of the state set. Right. I mean, just another wonderful example of uh, a MAGA, a hypocritical MAGA. Let's look at Lisa McLean. Okay. Let's go there, Gina. (laughs) Wind her up, let her go. Do it. This woman is on Twitter just banging out all the far-right talking points one after another. It's like she just copies and pastes, right? Like zero brain power in it. But she's always on there, you know, fighting for the children and the parental rights because porn in school and the decay of... Whatever. (laughs) The decay of the family, Gina. She's a big one going after trans women in sports. For whatever reason, she's chosen that hill to die on. Gina, I just want to point out that that is the biggest issue that we have in this country. That and the border crossings are the two things we need to fix. I'm just saying everything else is fine. I think we might have two trans athletes in the state, but it's definitely like her top priority is to, you know, make these people's lives a living hell. But while she's online always talking about good Christian values, let's just talk about, you know, her greatest hits from the last few weeks. You might remember Lisa McLean as Marjorie Taylor Greene's dick pic placard holder at the <laughs> Hunter Biden hearing two weeks ago. Yes, that's right, ladies and right. gentlemen. I've just been triggered. Sorry, Hunter <laughs> Biden. That is the other biggest issue that we have in this country. Right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Right. Well, Lisa's got the placard of his penis um, mm-hmm. that Marjorie Taylor Greene somehow thinks leads to, I don't know, China, money, whatever. Yeah. But then, you know... 
Lisa was telling blowjob jokes at the Washington Press Club dinner the other day. She didn't even tell them well. The far right. They're, they're not comedians. It just doesn't work for them. So she told this blowjob joke and didn't even get a single laugh. Oh but my. we can't forget that she's got that picture going around of her with the Proud Boys. So good old Christian values. Now, nothing says Christian values like, you know. Placards of dick pics and blowjob jokes and Proud Boys. And Proud Boys, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Won't his dick pics be banned soon because that's not her husband, so she shouldn't be showing them. <laughs> Shit. Right? I didn't think of that. Bloody hell. We better right. let her know. I don't want her to get into trouble. Was that broadcast If you're, li- if you're listening. If, yes, that's yeah. where we got the screen yeah, That's from. amazing. So, like, for all to see, I hope that they were fifth grade classrooms. Yeah. We're just broadcasting yeah. that right from, hey, kids, yeah. today we're going to see how government works, and there's a great channel called C-SPAN. <laughs> Let's put it on and we're going to, oh, oh God, what's happening? Turn yeah, it on. Yeah. She's, uh, she actually takes shots at, at Lauren Bobart in her joke. Here, I'll play it for you. Now, just to lay some ground rules, if you could, for the speech tonight, if everyone could, please keep their hands above the table. And I know it's date night from some of you, but no inappropriate touching. That includes you, Lauren Bobert. No vaping either. Oh my God. Is so, that in reference to her movie theater incident? <laughs> Probably. Oh Why well, don't she say she'd jerk everybody off? She I just, doesn't care. I just want to point out at least she That's was. That's how cr- she gets her votes, Adrian. Yeah. And I just want to point out at she least. She goes around the district, <laughs> hitting up the diners under the but table. She, she's doing it in her field plan, yeah. it's part of the service now. <laughs> It used to be canvassing. Um, I just want to point out, though, at least she was reaching across the aisle. Just want to point that out, right? Because, you know, it seems to be a, a, a that was, reach around across was, the aisle. Correct. I like what you did there. <laughs> she did it first. No, it was a very bipartisan joke. So we thank you for that, Lisa. But my God, like, fucking get a life. Well, didn't so I know you just kind of touched on no no pun intended with the touch, but <laughs> did you kind of you were touching on Marjorie Taylor Greene and didn't she have an affair with like her gym guy, her yeah. trainer? The, there's also an alleged like uh, now this could be a conspiracy. I don't know because oh, yes. I certainly haven't seen it. But yeah, we just like to point out that we. Uh, <laughs> All of this is alleged. Yes, alleged. <laughs> Don't add us, please. There Allegedly. are alleged sex tapes out there of her with some like weird guru kind of guy. Oh, cool. They're holding out for OnlyFans. That's going to be part <laughs> of her next fundraising cycle. I you- just let's not judge OnlyFans. No. Yeah. Very, no. very important part of the you know the entire capitalism society here. A lot of people are doing that. You know they either do that Lyft, Uber, right? Whatever. They have to be teachers. Exactly. Right? They're teachers who have to supplement their incomes exactly. with OnlyFans. Exactly. That, and servers right. that are getting a subminimum wage. You know I these know. people have to be able to pay their rent. Exactly. Well, I am not yucking anyone's yum or or shaming anyone. Right. But I am saying, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene might need some help with fundraising. So OnlyFans is a good option. Here, this is this is the alleged incident. They're saying Marjorie Taylor Greene openly cheated on her husband of 25 years with a polyamorous tantric sex guru and then moved on to another affair with the gym manager. 
perfect. I mean, is if it's openly cheating, is that doesn't make any sense. That's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? Because no. well, he's since filed for divorce. Well, so. yeah. I mean, if I was married to her, I'd file for divorce too. That all sounds very liberal to me. That your tantric yeah. sex, you know, like this yeah. is not sounding very maga to me. Quite frankly, no. it's very bizarre. That sounds very progressive. Actually, it does, yeah. it's a very progressive sex life. If you're, it's these people just who pretend they're uber Christian, they're right. so repressed that they're having polyamorous tantric sex with with exactly <laughs> with yogi types. Yes. <laughs> they want to ban your books and there's a war on Christmas. And we want to police your bedroom. Please. <laughs> So, Gina, you are my go-to person when it comes to conspiracy theories. <laughs> what you hearing out there in the big wide web? Well, I do spend way too much time on Twitter. So I'll tell you what the maggots are all <laughs> the latest deep state conspiracy. There's actually two, but we'll start with because this just happened. Trump lost his most recent court case, and he didn't just lose. I mean— um, e. Eighty-three million dollars. So yep. the, the best part of that is Eugene Carroll f- sued him for twenty-five million, and his attorney was so bad she turned that twenty-five million dollars into eighty-three million dollars. <laughs> I wished I could do that. <laughs> so now everyone's saying she was a deep state plant sent to destroy Donald Trump, and that that was trending for a while. Just like Jenna Ellis, you know, they said she was deep state too. They prevented him from hiring competent counsel, and um, they're all corrupt, and this was all planned. Can I just say, I am not surprised by that. That may well be true. I understand that she basically went, joined up to his country club over in Jersey and sort of placed herself there so she could meet him. And that's basically how she got involved and became one of his attorneys. So going back to the patriarchy. She was a plant. She was a plant. I'm just saying, no, women, we are definitely trying Julie, to take. Uh, yeah. Is Soros behind this? Oh, <gasps> shit. Oh, my God. I haven't got my money from him is this week, Is that who's though. paying her? Oh, oh my God. No. You could be right. Hmm. Soros is paying everybody. We're all on the paper. I haven't got a check yet. I'm I'm just a bit pissed. I don't know. I'm just saying. I got to do my taxes soon too, right? Is that that a W-2 situation or am I getting a 1099? You haven't gotten your money yet. I mean, just hold that thought. Okay. So in addition to that, Fox News on the Chiron – is Taylor Swift a Pentagon asset? <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Been saying that for You're years. You're always ahead of the trends. I am. Why are I you am. so obsessed with me is what she should be saying, <laughs> right? I want to know if they're if they're more upset that she has a mouth or a vagina. <laughs> um, that's just the question. A voice or a vagina, it's unfucking believable They're just losing their shit over this young woman. I I cannot understand it. You have all. to tell us, though, about what your mom said. Okay. All right. So I did mention to my mum my thoughts around, you know, is it, the, is it the fact that she has a voice or a vagina? And my mum said to me, um, you know, so that guy that used to be the president, I said, yeah, Trump, mum? And she said, <laughs> I think he's probably upset because she has a voice and he can't get into her vagina. <laughs> Shout out to you, mum. That's yes. right. Julie's mom in Australia. I I think she might actually be correct, quite frankly. No, Pat nailed it. 
She really did. She did. She did. Way to go, Pat. She's going to be so thrilled. I mean, Taylor Swift is a 34-year-old self-made billionaire with a legion of fans. They're scared shitless. It's hysterical. Yeah. She got 30,000 people to register to vote from (laughs) one social post. It was just a story, too. Yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't even, even like, like... It wasn't even there that long. Yeah. And, like, they basically broke the internet for several hours registering to vote. So, yeah, of course she's fucking That's scary. That's why they're scared shitless. They're running away. What I love the most about it, though, is that she's fucking up their football, and I just oh, cannot... Yes. I cannot get I enough I think I saw that. someone on Instagram last night who said, if you could come out and just kneel during the national anthem, we can watch everyone While you're drinking a Bud Light. While you're drinking a Bud Light, everyone... <laughs> One's heads will literally explode. And eating a bag of M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> the purple ones. With the purple ones. The funny thing is, I, I can see the NFL really trying to straddle the line, right? Because so many of their fans fall into this MAGA, mm-hmm. white, middle-aged man. Like, that's just their demographic, right? But she is such a boom in business for them. Oh, yeah. She's got women interested in football, Jersey sales are through the roof. Something like $33 million she's brought into some of these games. Wherever she goes, everything she touches, mm-hmm. economic boon. So they want to ride that wave so they can't alienate these people because nope. really it's like for the corporate interests, it's down to like the money 100%. in their pockets. That's capitalism, But baby. it's like, damn, their fans are so, you know, kind of funny because all of the, these are the same people who said, oh, Kaepernicky. We're done with football. You're going to let them take any, you know? Mm. No, they're still there. And now they have to watch Taylor Swift for, you know, 10-second clips a few times a game. And it just turns them into a tailspin. Absolutely. Mm. I worked on the NFL several years ago. So don't cease and desist us, NFL. But part of their marketing plan and goals was to reach out to communities of color, more women, um, Spanish-speaking audiences because they recognized that they were really <laughs> only talking to a white male base of folks, and you can't do that. And she's been fantastic for the No Fun League. So maybe the maybe the conspiracy is then that they've paid her, that, yes. that basically she's been part of their strategy to get more The women. entire NFL is deep state. Uh, it doesn't end with Taylor. The oh, whole thing. shit. That's Bloody just hell. one layer. They want Biden. They want Biden yeah, all the way yeah. because it's it's better you for You heard them. it here first. That's yeah. right, because we're trying to erase. <laughs> we're trying to erase all the white men. We're yeah. trying to get rid of them. <laughs> For sure. And she's the head of that. Thoughts and cheers, everybody. Thoughts and cheers. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck with it. I'm really curious to know if there's any other Taylor Swift, like previous conspiracy theories from the Internet or from conservatives. Has QAnon been going after Taylor Swift for anything? I mean, this this. This woman, again, like you said, Gina, self-made billionaire, pays her staff incredibly well, just seems gracious, incredibly talented. She writes all her own music. All these young women and girls look up to her. In a happy, well-adjusted relationship. Right. <laughs> Can I just point out, so I think the big thing, there was, there's always been a little bit of a, I think, a niggle on the right about her, or for men, um, on the right about her and it was mainly I think because of her like the her music 
Um, and obviously she writes a lot of her music and it's always been a little bit, you know, pissed off and this man's done this and this man's done that. So there's always been that little bit of a niggle there. They're breakup songs. Yeah. It's like a woman emoting into songs. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Fuck. Exactly. Two things men are scared of, emotions. Hang on, I've just got to clutch and my... And, and women who have them. <laughs> <laughs> just going to clutch my pearls here for a minute and sit back. Oh. But it, I think to bring it back to the healthy relationship thing too, isn't that what family values, according to them, is all about? Right. Modeling this healthy, heteronormative looking relationship. You've got like football player tight end guy super handsome and popular and then you've got the cute girl next door and they've got this relationship and shouldn't that be just the epitome of family values i'd like to just i just like to correct you there for a moment because i have read some things where apparently because he dresses well Mm. he's obviously gay Oh, he's obviously gay. Oh, there is there is that side of it okay. as well. So it's all a big setup. You know, he dresses. Obviously, he's a bit of a fashionista, uh huh, and known for that. So he's clearly gay. And so this is just all a big setup. It feeds into the conspiracy right. theories. Right. So, I yeah. mean, according to Salon dot uh, which has an article out here, another conspiracy folks had about Taylor Swift is that she's actually a closeted lesbian. So they're perfect. They're the perfect (laughs) snap. Right? What is that called? Like when you're wearing a beard? And Kelsey actually has a beard, like a very involved beard. I feel like we've actually sorted this all out. We can let them all know it is a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. that box. We've come full circle. It is a beard conspiracy. The kids call that drip. He drips. Okay. Right? That is apparently a... He's got the riz. He's got the riz and he drips. And my kids have been talking about drip. And I'm like, what is happening? I right have now? no idea what you two are talking <laughs> about. Yeah, but Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's just being very mid right now. Right? I am. Right? Yeah. I don't even know what that means, Gina, so thank you. <laughs> hey, Gina, who's our loser of Lansing this week? No contest. No contest. It's Representative Steve Cara. <laughs> oh, for just so many reasons. Where do we start? <laughs> is he the guy, hang on a second, is he the guy that's been sleeping outside of House Speaker Joe Tate's <laughs> office? The one and only. Because he can't <laughs> afford his rent or I what? Know. What's going on there? <laughs> well, it did look like he had a little Hooverville set up <laughs> out there. There was like a pair of pants on the floor that oh was a little concerning. Like, why does he not have pants it's on? His toothbrush. Um, (laughs) like a sleeping bag. It was weird. So yeah, so good old Steve slept outside Joe Tate's office because the budget that was passed, the state budget in Michigan, was racist. There were line items in the budget that gave grants to BIPOC business owners. So that was racist because it excluded white people. Not the woke, the bloody woke. They're at it again. The woke budget. So While he was living outside Joe Tate's office for these few days, he kept doing Facebook Lives, which, I mean, content goldmine. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. So So, what did he do in the the Facebook Lives? So he's the loser number one for demanding an apology from Michigan's first ever black house speaker for being racist. (laughs) I mean, he was expertly trolled during his Facebook Live. Uh, a constituent happened to be watching. And while Steve was going on about the border crisis and immigrants, this person who, 
I want to buy him a beer, typed into the Facebook Live. Basically, he presented the plot of the movie E.T. <laughs> to Steve Cara, who had no idea and was just like, yeah, yeah, that that sounds awful. Oh, my God. It, it was insane. Here, I'll, I'll play it for everybody. The other day, I saw this wild story about an illegal alien who was separated from his family and then taken in by some kids who hid him from the authorities and their parents. I guess he was extremely gifted at medicine and healing people. But he also got the 10-year-old drunk at school and persuaded him to sexually harass another student. Eventually, the authorities caught the kid, but then the kid stole a van to get him back, and the kids found his parents and reunited them. They haven't been able to catch the family yet. Just crazy what's happening in this country. Yeah, that does sound like a crazy story. There's so many of them out there that we wouldn't know. Incentivizing illegal immigration leads to so these he's types literally of issues. getting fed the plot line for ET. He doesn't know it, and he's reading it out loud on Facebook Live. Yeah, I mean, hook, line, and sinker. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that does sound terrible." The scary part about that shit is absolutely that this is someone that's in office yes. and literally bought that shit because it confirms his own beliefs. Exactly. Fucking unbelievable. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I mean, confirmation bias is a bitch, isn't it? So, I mean, it, it, it's fun for us to just laugh at how dumb the current slate of Republican politicians are and just how they're willing to believe literally anything that like we just said, confirms their bias. But, I mean, people, please know who you're voting for. Don't just say, oh, I'm a Republican. I'll tick the R. No, like, find one with half a brain, please. Like, it's getting ridiculous. So, Steve, loser of Lansing, congratulations, bro. 100%. No competition. And that's a wrap on today's episode of Point of Disorder. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to everyone who listened today. And if you like us, give us a like, a subscribe, or a review on any place you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Distill Social and at The Gorilla Politic. This is the Point of Disorder podcast, signing off. Stay sharp, stay progressive, and above all, stay tuned. Audio production done by Ryan Cunningham of Boxcar Audio.